0: Hey guys, welcome back to Partner Ward with Jess and Matt and today we're going to give you a little rundown on some tips of how to make self-isolation your bitch.
1: I like it, I still like it. (laughs) We kind of had a bit of a discussion about what we should call the podcast and I still refuse to budge from using bitch in the title.
0: I felt really uncomfortable putting a swear word in the title (laughs) but I'm over it,
1: Put like a little um, asterisk in there or a hashtag, whatever it is. It'll be fine. And we'll just block out the full words. Essentially it's not really a swear word.
0: It's not, but it made me feel uncomfortable, okay? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Definitely I do a Catholic school, you did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I thought a good way to start today's podcast would be all around the concept and topic of routine. I'm someone who's gotten up before 4.30am for many years now, and with the blink of an eye, I don't have to get up that <laughs> early anymore.
0: But I'm sure you're enjoying getting more sleep too. I am too. enjoying
1: the sleep, um, <laughs> but it has some pros and some cons. For sure, I feel like the coronavirus has now provided everyone with an opportunity to reflect.
0: Yep, on what they
1: feel like their life needs. Okay, so I think if you can make the right change to your routine, it you can have a positive flow-on effect six months, a year, however long down the track.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So, Justine's going to hit you with like our I don't know top three tips on how you can better your routine to allow you to implement whatever you feel like your life needs at this point in time.
0: Yep, for this, sure.
1: This might be you want to get in shape, you want to improve your food quality, you want to train more, you want to see your family more, whatever it may be. Definitely. The last one, may be a little bit hard sitting in isolation. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, we'll give it a crack nonetheless. So yep. do you want to kick us off?
0: For sure. Um, probably starting off with the beginning of your day. So when you are waking up and your bedtime as well, Definitely starting off from there, having a routine around what time you want to get up. Now, this could be different from a weekday to a weekend like it may be now and have been in the past. Um, having a set time and a set alarm that is going off, I think, is the best way to start the day. When you get up, we want to be making the bed so that you will not get back in it.
1: Yeah, we have said this a few times, but um, it's still it still works.
0: Even more so now, I think, as well, because... It's very easy when you don't have anything set to do on your day to just lie around.
1: You would not believe how fast I descended <laughs> in that first week. Like, it was crazy. Like, one minute I'm going to bed at There's like not 9 o'clock.
0: to get out of bed like there was.
1: And the next day I'm getting up at like 9 and I'm going to bed at 1 in the morning going, what the fuck
0: happened? <laughs> Seriously. Um,
1: don't worry, guys. I've, I've ruled it back in. I feel like I'm back in sync. Um, but yeah, it got ugly really fast.
0: Mm, definitely. And it's very easy to do. There's no reason to get out of bed. So why not scroll for an extra half an hour? Why not chuck the TV on? Why not go back to sleep? Like the list goes on.
1: Well, I think relapse is a huge component of any habit building or any fat loss transformation, for example. You're going to have these phases of relapse. So I'm not overly concerned. Yeah. Um, but I think it is important that you understand what have you done differently the past week or so Yeah. in comparison to what you were doing when you were working your normal job.
0: Yeah, and it comes to like productivity and getting the most out of your days as well. Like it's all well and good to have a day or two in bed, lying around. Like we just spent our weekend watching movies and just chilling out pretty much the whole weekend. Which is great. It's a great That's way good. to refresh. Yeah. I feel 100%. good today. I feel good. Really good. But obviously, do we really want the next six months of our lives to look like that?
1: No. No. I'd go insane.
0: Would you what would you like to think in six months' time if you were reflecting back and went like, hey, I achieved absolutely nothing? I feel pretty shit
1: i got no words. I don't <laughs> kind of <laughs> really want to imagine that. It kind of
0: scares me. I don't
1: even want to imagine that. But that's the reality
0: bond? of the situation though. Like this is, it is. A it's true. kind of longer term thing that we need to make sure we have a routine for.
1: Well, luckily we are self-aware. You know, yep. we're very self-aware of our habits and what can push us forward and what can hold us back. But there's people out there that aren't carrying that same level of self-awareness. So yep. they're the people that really have to hear this.
0: Yep, definitely. Um, So I guess after the whole wake up side of things, talking about bedtime as well, having a set time that you were going to bed and how you're going to wrap up your night. So whether that's going to be reading a book or how you're going to go about your night. And the best way I can give advice wise on timing of this is maybe look at when your wake up time is and set eight hours or so between maybe seven and nine hours of sleep. And that'll kind of establish both the morning and night routine. Yeah, I think so. That's kind of the best way instead of being like, you know, it has to be 10 o'clock in bed or midnight in bed. Like, look at, hey, okay, if I'm getting up at 7, maybe like asleep by 11 is the way to go.
1: Yeah, I think if you can kind of set yourself a slight sleeping goal, Mm. that will help gauge when you go to bed and when you wake up.
0: And you'll probably feel a lot better if you haven't been getting that amount of sleep previously.
1: Yes, can vouch (laughs) for that. Can vouch for that. So I guess just to wrap all that up is that establish a wake-up time and a bedtime based off the amount of sleep you feel like you need Mm -hmm. to function at your best. When you do initially get up, make sure that you make the bed straight away. That way you're up, you're ready to go. You're not
0: going to get back in. And there's (laughs) no temptation
1: just to roll back over and go from there. Yep. Alrighty, so I guess on that topic of routine, I think it's important that if you already have a routine established, is that you keep that routine intact in some way.
0: Yep. Couldn't agree more.
1: So I know I've discussed this in previous uh, podcasts, you know, getting up, making the bed, moving, having a cold shower, whatever it may be for you. Try and keep that in your day in some way.
0: Definitely. And from more of a female point of view, like I know I have to get up, do my hair, do my makeup in the morning. doesn't matter if I'm staying at home all day. If I don't do those things, I'm not going to be productive. That's just the reality of my situation. I just like to feel like I'm done up and ready for my day. If I stay in whatever I'm sleeping in, whether it's pajamas, trackies, whatever, productivity goes out the window. So I've read a lot of um, advice as far as both mental health and productivity is gone. And it said get up and get dressed for the day you want, not the day that you're actually living. So get up, you know, you want a productive day, dress like it, put your work clothes on depending what you wear to work normally. <laughs> like you don't necessarily need to wear a suit in the house or like that. I think you could rock that. If you have a but home
1: suit, that could be a thing. percent though,
0: like could be a thing. Get, get up and get dressed because you'll feel better about yourself and you'll be more productive.
1: Yeah, nice. I like that. Hmm. I actually did that this morning, actually. I did my hair today.
0: That's what I've been doing. You every... didn't say anything, but that's oh, okay. You look beautiful. Thank you.
1: Thank
0: you. <laughs> you are still in like, I feel like you slept in those shorts, but.
1: I did not sleep in these shorts. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wow, the nerve on this one. Comes into my house you great. and insults my
0: clothing.
1: <laughs> God sakes!
0: All right, moving anyway, on.
1: Anyway, it's a sour note, but let's move on. I think another good point in regards to routine is to try and keep your meal times consistent. So try not go away from your you know four to five meals a day if that's what you do. Yeah. To two or three massive ones. Yeah. Okay, I think that's going
0: to be a recipe for disaster. Hundred percent. I think like if you were out of routine before when it comes to your eating and you need to get some structure in, by all means, change it up. But if you exactly were someone who felt like that was on track, keep it the same.
1: Well, I guess we should probably dig into nutrition a little bit deeper. Yep. And probably provide a bit more constructive feedback or ideas for how to keep your nutrition on track. Yep. I guess number one for me, and um, that I found is really useful, was just to get reacquainted with my fitness pal. Yeah. Now, I'm someone who is very consistent with what I eat on a day-to-day basis. Yep. Now, with the more time spent at home, okay, everyone is more prone to temptation.
0: Definitely. Okay. I can so, that one.
1: I think it's important that you own the fact if you've had something that you wouldn't usually have or you've had a treat or some junk, so you track it in any tracking app that you'd like. I don't care if it's Calorie King or MyFitnessPal, but put it in there and see where you're at regarding your calorie averages over seven days. Yep. So I guarantee if you visually see it, you're going to make some changes as opposed to Not seeing it, you forget about it, and the habits continue to build and stack upon one another in a negative manner.
0: Yeah, and this will also help with the set meal times thing as well. Like if you're putting it in there, you can have some structure to it and how you actually physically enter it to keep on that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I guess another point on that is to establish what you'd like to eat throughout the week early on and then going and shopping for that. I think at the moment, the idea of running to and from the shop's multiple days a week is probably making people real nervous definitely um so i guess planning out your food for five to seven days and establishing shopping list for that yeah it's gonna be massive for not falling too far down the path of least resistance i guess
0: yeah yeah and i think like as you said like if someone typically already does like a weekly shop this will fit into that nicely but if you're the sort of person that does a you know, every couple of days get some bits and pieces, you're probably not doing that as much now. So now might be the time to get a bit more of a weekly or five-day routine on your meals and your preparation towards yeah, those Yeah, I think if you're
1: someone who prepares their food regularly, why go away from that?
0: Yeah, 100%. Like your
1: whole tip with, you know, doing your makeup in the morning or mm. what it may be for any individual person out there. Yeah. Don't stop it. Yeah. keep you do anything? I know things are weird at the moment, but it doesn't mean you should stop working towards goals that you've already been working So hard for.
0: And getting more and more out of routine is going to make everything feel even weirder.
1: (laughs) Exactly right. Exactly right. Like what has your kind of routine been regarding your own food prep? I know you're pretty dialed in.
0: Yeah, I'm still honestly doing the exact same stuff. I do a Sunday or Monday shop, prepare either on a Monday or Tuesday for the next five to seven days. It's about it. So probably Um, the biggest change for us
1: is just literally just been buying more food at one point in time with a bit more of a plan.
0: Yeah, sometimes I'll do a bit of a back end of the week. I'll grab a couple extra yeah. things or whatever, whereas I'm not tending to do that now. Yeah, so for probably sure. a bit of extra planning, but yeah. Like yeah.
1: We're, we're trying to still support any local business out there that we usually would, but we aren't that's eating out as much as we usually would. Yeah. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Okay, I guess on that note, I've been in contact with many of my clients this week on the topic of alcohol and how they've kind of expressed to me that being at home a lot more they tend to be consuming more alcohol, whether it's out of Zoom conference calls with their friends, <laughs> um, or just as a way I to do you call
0: it a conference call. <laughs>
1: it's a conference call. It's a conference call. Um, it feels like a conference call. Yeah. Um, so are they drinking more with friends so surely, yeah. via Skype or Zoom, yeah. whatever medium they've decided to, uh, to download, um, or they're just drinking as a means of dealing with what's going on? Yeah, I, I mean, think this
0: is a big one.
1: Look, there's parents out there who are homeschooling their kids and scared out of their mind. <laughs> There's people out there that are still going to work and nervous about the dangers of them going to work and what that may mean for their families. And there's a bunch of stuff going on right now that people are worried about. So I think it'd be really good just to set a little target for yourself around, okay, what is my usual alcohol consumption without a social event? And set a goal that you'd like to achieve on the week. Yeah. So by week's end. Yeah. Um,
0: And I think like... In saying that, we're not by any means saying don't have alcohol. Like if that's something you would have in your week typically and you would have a social event, you know, allocate that in. Put it in your tracking app, you know, on Saturday night I'm going to have two glasses of wine or if you are catching up with friends online, keep that in. But you're in even more control in your own home. Like you could have one alcoholic drink and then have some other things while you're on a Zoom chat, say. Like you can keep the limits to where you want them and you need to – like we need to all remember we're in control of that. 100%.
1: 100%. 100%. I, I don't think alcohol is really going to fix anything. Unfortunately not. And then working back to my fitness pal and getting reacquainted, I believe if you track a few drinks, you're going to be pretty nervous at yourself or pretty angry at yourself. If you pop that in there and you go, fuck, I've been on track and then I did that for no reason. Like
0: you probably get pretty hungry too. <laughs> yeah, pretty
1: hungry, yeah. So we haven't really delved too far into the impacts of alcohol on fat loss, but they are calories, are empty calories, but... They and can really calories that back.
0: add up very quickly.
1: Yeah, I believe typically it's,
0: with a lot of drinks.
1: Yeah, I believe one gram of alcohol is seven calories. Yeah. Now with you doing, made that
0: sound so low.
1: <laughs> it does sound low, but there's a lot more than one gram.
0: Like okay, <laughs> so let's put this pull into pull perspective. Alcohol. Like a cider, like 300 calories minimum for one individual cider.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, I don't know about many beers.
1: Yeah, you can have like You'd
0: probably they add up just as one quick. like
1: Stonerwood beer. I believe is about.
0: Three to four. Where's yeah, it the It's about
1: three hundred. Yeah, we should look it up. We should do yeah. it live.
0: Or like a bottle of wine, like everything. Yeah.
1: Well, spirits about one hundred and fifty calories. Right. That's why they say to drink spirits because they're obviously yeah they're a definitely lot lower a lower
0: calorie option. Than and beers. you can mix them with things that are lower calorie options too. That's but true. But just to yeah put that into a bit of perspective, I know like on a night out, if it's just like a night out where you know you're gonna have a fair few drinks and you're tracking that, like you could easily have like a day's worth of calories, especially for a female, in alcoholic drinks. And then don't even get me started on cocktails. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I've just looked it up live. A, st- a Wood <laughs> Ale, yep. for one, is actually only 130
0: Wow. Pounds. However, yes,
1: they aren't very big. They're only 300 mil also true. And they're very easy to drink.
0: Still, though, you could factor in like three or four of those. 100%.
1: 100%. But not everyone is a fruity beer guy.
0: Poor girl. Not that I am. You hate beer so much. (laughs) But there's plenty of girls that do like beer.
1: There are plenty of girls who still like beer. Nonetheless, it's just, that's actually the perfect example of how you could work it into your day and and not be detrimental. If you go, okay, I want to have one beer with my brother, with my girlfriend at dinner. With my steak. With my steak, whatever. (laughs) Like, you can plan that in. But just set a target on what you feel like is the right number for you.
0: Yeah.
1: A, in contrast to normal. And B, taking into account your goals.
0: Yeah, and we'll talk a bit further on about some mental health stuff as well and as far as if alcohol is a bit more of an escape for that, some alternatives that we can talk about and find in this time.
1: Okay. I guess to wrap up the whole topic of nutrition would be takeaway. Yep. Now, I think alone last week we ordered Uber Eats like twice, which is a lot for us.
0: I had free delivery twice.
1: That's a lot for us though. Like We (laughs) would very rarely touch it Um, if my brother Dom's listening You need help. Please stop ordering Uber Eats. Thank you. (laughs) Um,
0: He inspired yesterday's lunch. He did (laughs) not inspire yesterday's
1: Subway Lunch. However, it is so easy to fall into that trap of just having food come to your door.
0: Especially when you've got that fear associated with leaving the house that is pretty much everybody has at the moment. Like it takes that step out.
1: Yeah, of course. And not to say that you can't get a good option on or through Uber Eats. Just understanding that if you have no nutritional plan whatsoever, and you're relying on Subway or sushi or what it may be, multiple times a day, you're going to fall into trouble if you have any fat loss or maintenance goals. Definitely. Okay, so...
0: Or even if you don't, like, you might be able to maintain day-to-day fairly easily in your normal routine, but you've got to remember you're moving less and all those sort of things. A hundred percent, yeah. This will still impact it a lot more now than it ever has.
1: Exactly right. So there's so many factors that go into play at the moment, but... Especially, like, as we were saying before, I'm sure there's many of you out there that want to support your local business. Definitely. Try and do it without detrimenting your own health, I guess yeah. is our point. So, I know for us, like, we try and set, like, a, a one to two takeaway goal a week. Yeah. Um, usually we end up on, on one on the weekend. Yeah. Um, which is usually, like, a sushi or a Subway, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, subway, probably not so much. Usually. It's probably always sushi. <laughs> usually, usually sushi <laughs> is the way to go. Like
0: sushi every weekend.
1: It's just sushi. We love sushi. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit.
0: Yep, a little bit.
1: Alrighty, so I guess...
0: Same thing goes as we were saying with the alcohol. Like, set a goal around your takeaway food. So, you know, if you want to have, hey, let's make Saturday night a night where we're going to get takeaway from a restaurant we would typically go to or some Uber Eats or whatever it may look like, like we've always talked about before, put that in your MyFitnessPal. Plan that out before you even plan the rest of your day. Make it work like you normally would because we want to keep some excitement in our meals and our life at the moment while we're at home more. So by all means, still do these things, but factor it in. Have a plan and enjoy.
1: I like that. It's good. (laughs) Okay, well, I guess the other half of the equation is our exercise. That it is. Okay, so let's run through on how to revamp your training at the moment. Now, a lot of us don't even have access to any Weights equipment right now, and yeah. I know people are scrambling to buy stuff or rent stuff, and it is not very easy at the moment. Yeah, like I know personally, my gym is completely empty right now. I think there's like a few empty weight plates or whatever.
0: Yeah, most gyms are renting their stuff out, and it's well and truly gone now. Any exercise equipment sites or places are sold out pretty much.
1: Oh, look, I've got clients who have been waiting like three weeks just to get like a barbell and I told you 15. I went on Gym
0: Direct and they said like the next shipment's coming at the end of June. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, they're probably so loving it business-wise. But yeah.
1: Regardless, we feel like right now is the perfect time to revisit your training goals. Definitely. Okay. And your training plan. Yep. So if you were someone who, for example, was in the gym five, six days a week working towards maybe a, a muscle gain goal then you're going to have to restructure restructure some things. (laughs) Um, If you were someone who… A,
0: you need to find a new gym. (laughs)
1: Yes, correct. If you were someone who was maybe going to four or five classes a week, you probably need this more than anyone. You have to sit down and reestablish, okay, what do I want to be doing? What do I have available to me? And what are my new bare-ass minimums with what I have?
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think, as you're saying with goal setting, like I don't know if anyone's like me and sat down, especially at the beginning of the year, and said, you know, this is what I'm going to achieve out of this year. I'm very much a new year, let's set some new goals kind of person. And I'll, I'd say close to ninety percent of my goals are out the window.
1: Yeah, this is um a pretty close to home topic for myself because I sat down at the start of the year and obviously I made this very public, I put it on social media, I spoke to Jess mm. about it, it was. I wanted to have a big performance goal year, and we barely got started in that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and
1: all of a sudden, that calendar that I had set up mm. is now gone.
0: So like, yeah, and even outside of exercise, like travel goals are out. The yeah, window. yeah. Like career things for a lot of people will be so. There's a lot of things to be restructuring goal wise, and it's important to revisit, as Matt said, and sit down and actually a reflect and be. Yes, things are different, but what can we still achieve in this time? Well, know we mentioned
1: it in routine and it comes directly down to this as well because it's your exercise routine. Yeah. that this is your chance to sit back and reflect what was my plan and now what is my new plan. Yeah. So, like, I think in that process you should be now establishing a direction for, okay, what are my weaknesses? What are my strengths? Yep. Okay, and what's my path for skill development? Using myself as an example – My new areas of skill development is my bodyweight gymnastics work. So things like the headstand and the handstand unsupported Mm
0: -hmm.
1: are my new pathway or my new skills. Yep. Okay. In terms of my weaknesses, I have some slight limitations in my shoulder mobility, so I'm spending more time working on that. Yep. Um, And then in terms of strengths, I've gone away from doing a lot of resistance training Yep. So I've kind of mixed up a little bit, um, brought in some more conditioning work uh, because of what I have available to me. Yep. Um, in that run, also watching a lot more Brazilian jiu-jitsu content to want to dig back on the mats. and am yeah. going to be better off than when I stopped.
0: Time to learn some more. <laughs> yeah, so
1: that's like a real basic example from my point yeah. of view.
0: I think we both cut back a lot on like our Olympic lifting, especially because we competed just before all this started we, as did, well. yeah, like, we did. Even though we kind of wanted to continue to do stuff like that, it's been a nice change of pace a little bit that we can go, okay, we can put pause on that for a little bit. And as you said, you're focusing on some gymnastics, you're teaching me some gymnastics, like we're just changing it up in that regard. It doesn't have to be the same if it can't be the same and that's fine.
1: Look, for any coach out there, I think it's important that you are not just a one-trick pony. Yeah. If you're teaching a bench press and count with 10 for five years, I guarantee you didn't (laughs) last that long, you know? So I think it's important that you continually expose yourself to new content that you're not good at. Yeah. And that will only make you better as a coach with your programming and what you can provide for your clientele moving forward.
0: I think as you said before, with the kind of using this time to learn more like for yourself with like jiu-jitsu, like the same thing goes for coaches. Like this is the time yeah. to further your development in exercises you can do with different equipment, all those sort of things to be able to provide that for your clients too. Yeah, it's
1: been like little goals of mine is to not use this time just to be lazy, but to actually absorb content. So when I get back out there. You and I both skilled. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess on that note, we should probably discuss the whole topic of mental wealth and mental health.
0: Definitely. And I think obviously exercise is going to play a big role in that. Um, but as far as just some tips to keep yourself sane while you're indoors, as well as outdoors. Um, but the first one's going to be to get outside at least once per day. Now, obviously, to be outdoors, we need to have a purpose. So this will look like Going out for exercise—we can't just congregate outdoors anymore. Um, So get outside, go for a um, walk—a morning walk, an afternoon walk, whatever that may look like. A lot of our typical walking destinations are a lot busier, and some people are avoiding them. So even thinking about, you know, keeping it basic, like walking around the block. We did two laps around your block yesterday.
1: Getting outside,
0: yeah. Like get some fresh air as well as movement is super important.
1: Well, there's a few benefits to that outside of mental wealth. And obviously, was it vitamin D? <laughs>
0: Definitely vitamin, vitamin D. D. Yep. I
1: was so scared I was going to get that wrong. <laughs>
0: um, well, no, especially vitamin D going now into cooler weather. Like, we need to be focusing on that more than we were in summertime.
1: Well, like, I was actually reading something last night about the guy who created the the Ricer acronym. Yep. Saying that ice can sometimes actually delay the recovery process and movement is actually the best thing for it. And active movement is the best thing for you feeling your best moving forward. So, 100%. You know, as a recovery tool, it also has benefits as well.
0: And also thinking about your need because, you know, if you're not working and you were working before, you would have been on your feet more, you'd have been walking more. If you're at home, there's only a certain distance you can travel between the bedroom, the living room, the kitchen.
1: Well, yeah, like even for myself, like I work in a gym and I am still getting 10,000 steps a day just from walking around the gym. Yeah. And I know for a fact that is, that is dropped down, so I've had to make changes in my calorie intake to account for that. And please reach out if you'd like any help with establishing your new calorie goals in any way. So I guess outside of getting outside on a daily basis for any period of time, mm-hmm. I think it's important that you are challenging your brain in some way. So 100%. whether you're reading a book, you're painting doing Sudoku for all I care. I used
0: love Sudoku. An online
1: course, <laughs> even it's something that I've been doing, um, dabbling in a few lectures. So I think it's important that you're using this time to not only update your skills in the gym or in your backyard, <laughs> wherever you're training at the moment, <laughs> yeah. um, but also mentally upskilling yourself.
0: Yeah, and I think that kind of goes into two categories, like kind of what you were saying, that kind of one being more of a PD kind of thing, like personal and professional-wise developing, and also kind of have having fun, being creative with it, having something that you're enjoying for fun, whether that be painting, reading a book that you're loving, something that you're really enjoying day to day and looking forward to doing.
1: I think it's a really good way to balance out your hobbies. Yeah. I think obviously there's gonna be people out there that like a game and play their Xboxes, play their PlayStation, and now they have more time. They're people probably like you. I did go on <laughs> for the Assassin's Creed Bender um Last night, but that's <laughs> that's not the point. Um, meaning that if you're balancing out your learning professionally or for mm-hmm. uh, curiosity,
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay, with some of your hobbies, whether it's watching jiu jitsu content or playing Assassin's Creed or, or wherever it may be, it's gonna leave you in good stead moving forward.
0: Yeah, and it'll create that balance of fun and productivity.
1: Yeah. Well, I think speaking of balance, also is that important right now to keep in contact with your circle?
0: would not agree more. Like,
1: if you're very active on the weekend in terms of seeing your friends and going out for dinner or coffee, I think it's important that you try and keep that in your week in some way.
0: Definitely. And And although it is harder, it's still definitely doable.
1: Yeah, you can still talk to your mates. Like, hop on Zoom, hop on your, your messenger video call and just... Talk some shit for a little bit. This <laughs> like, will be
0: a big period of growth for all those people who are afraid to make phone calls oh, as well. Oh, so many
1: people are afraid to <laughs> pick up the phone.
0: hundred, honestly. How many like, times have you hundreds.
1: called your younger siblings and they just text you back going, no, I just called you, pick <laughs> like, up the phone. answer
0: your phone or like, what do you want? Like, hi to you too.
1: People younger than us can't use their phone for speaking
0: (laughs) yeah yeah I mean I think it's a maturity thing so I know when I was younger my mum would be like order some food or order something and I'd be like no you do it
1: you still make
0: me do that I'm just lazy though but um yeah it'll definitely be a good way that hopefully we will come out the other end of this being able to communicate with people better like and being able to just chat to someone on the phone more so than we have probably in the past
1: like I know I had a, a team work meeting the other day and it felt like normal
0: yeah. You know, Once you feel, get past that minute or two of hey, we're over a computer. No, you, you just, just have get them comfortable very
1: quickly. Have They're still banter. people. They're just yeah on a computer and you can turn them off. <laughs> <laughs> <See ya. laughs> no, I think especially like we're very lucky that we're in isolation together so it feels mm. like normal almost. Yeah. Probably exaggerated, but still feels normal. Yeah, like there's people out there elements. that are literally by themselves in some case. So yeah. Yeah, I think it's important that you do bring your circle in and don't push them away during these tough times.
0: Yeah, for sure. I know that it was my dad's birthday last weekend and we had all the family on Zoom call for him and he loved that. I reckon he enjoyed it more than he would have a face-to-face <laughs> party. He thought Once it was again, the coolest you can thing turn ever. them off. You can turn he them made off. himself like a little cheese platter and had his like beer there and he was <laughs> chatting to everyone and he loves it. Like my grandma was on there and she was like having the time of her life. Jeez. Like, you know, it's it's giving grandma us a bit Manny. of fun. Yeah, like of some fun things to do that we wouldn't typically do. So I think... You've got to really look at the positives as far as all that sort of stuff goes and make the most out of this.
1: For sure. I guess uh, to recap everything that we've been through is that establish or reestablish your routine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Taking into account what you'd like to change in your life at the moment. Yeah. Okay. In regards to your nutrition, get reacquainted with MyFitnessPal, get your food plan, shop and really stay dialed in in that space because yep. it is 70% of your result.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to exercise, getting outdoors where you can for your kind of lower intensity exercise and finding a new space to get some exercise in and planning out your bare ass minimum for your training days.
1: I think uh, last but not least in terms of your mental wealth and health is learn something. So pick up a book, do an online course, do some painting, balance your hobbies with that learning. Definitely. And Last but not least, stay in contact with your circle. I know I yep. said that twice but let's go with it.
0: No. I think also <laughs> <laughs> on the mental health side of things, I think we haven't really touched on people who are really struggling in this time as well. Like that's a good way to keep your mental health in a good state but if you found that you are beyond that and you're really struggling mentally, definitely reach out to a health professional. There are psychologists and different counsellors and different people who are all doing Zoom or over the phone consultations that you can definitely reach out to a if you've seen them before or even if you haven't I think that's a really important thing to mention if you don't feel comfortable talking to your circle or the people you're around it's super important to get in contact and have conversations about the things you are concerned about and also another point is just to remind yourself that this is temporary although it feels like a crazy time at the moment this isn't going to be our lives forever yes it could be the next six months plus which is still kind of a longer term scale but it's not going to be forever and we will all get through this together so just kind of having a bit of reflection on that point for mental health is super important
1: yeah ditto <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but seriously no, that, I was, really that was really good like, was struggling
1: that was um definitely a point that had to be brought up but yeah I think uh, you hit the nail on the head
0: just as far as like yeah like people who are struggling more so than others um, but to wrap up this whole podcast I just wanted to leave you with this thought. Um, I read this the other day and it kind of really sparked something inside me to find the lesson out of this whole situation. So what is it that you want to get out of this? Have you been someone who feels like they've never had time in the past to do things and they're always like, I don't have time for that, I don't have time for that. What can you fit in now? Are you someone who doesn't have an exercise routine that's like, now's my time to get my shit together? Are you someone who has put on weight over the last six months and doesn't have their nutrition on track, and could work on that. What is the lesson to, for you personally? Uh, would you like to get closer with your family? Like it could look like anything for each individual, but have a bit of a reflection as to what you'd like to achieve with this time on your hand, and make the most of it.
1: Geez, Mahoney, finishing strong there. <laughs> I couldn't even try. <laughs> she was of going so well. Lately. Sorry. No, that was really good. Well, I think let's leave it there before I say anything stupid. <laughs> Alright guys, have a good one. Go make isolation, you bitch. See ya.
0: See ya.